Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm going to pick up this pen because that's my personality. Um, Can you look at the person next to you real quick and say, it's so good to see you this morning. It's It is such a joy. Oh, man. I love the cross aisle, making sure we know people are seeing us. Oh, do it. Do it. Uh, My name is Bree Living Good, like Brendan said, and I get to coordinate our children's ministry here. So uh, it is a joy. Yay for kids, huh? Um, It is a joy and an honor for me to be here uh, in a different fashion. Some of you this morning when I was able to greet people here instead of back in our children's ministry area, I was like, oh, cool. There's other people I don't know coming to our church that come into this room. You guys should come into that room. It's a really good room. But um, it was great to meet you and to shake hands and to see faces. And can I just say thank you for trying something new this morning? Um, I know new is not always uh, comfortable, like we've talked about, but uh, we're going to give it a try. And we'll go back to doing life normally, I promise, once Sean's back in town. <laughs> I don't know. Sean's out of town, so we're kind of doing what we want, right? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> so um, also, that being said, I need uh, the help of our kids for about 10 minutes. So if you have a timer of any sort, kids, you can even ask your mom or dad maybe for their phone of some sort. Does anybody have a timer? Okay, and I can have more than one timer, and you don't have to be a kid to participate in this. I just know kids like timers. I like timers. Okay, okay, we got timers. We got some timers. Good, good. When I say go, I need you to start now at nine minutes already. I was supposed to have ten, but now we're at nine. Good, okay. So when I say go, when that nine minutes is up, you got to let me know, because I'll quit. I'll drop it. We'll do Drop the mic. Okay? Are you ready? Set. Okay, thanks. So we're calling this morning Together We Pray. And I just want to make sure I give credit to the right person, Alyssa Tachi, who used to do children's ministry over at the Brighton Church. Uh, she's working with our Roxbury team to do a house church over there. She, this is sort of her framework. I just got to build off of it. Okay? She's awesome if you ever get a chance. And one of the things we really love, and Alyssa and I talk a lot about, is how can we make a church experience that is applicable to anyone four weeks old to 200 years old, okay? Because the reality is when we think about um, our time in church, the average child has about 936 weeks at home. That's it. Okay, that's really not that much if you think about it in the span of life. We maybe get uh, half of that on a Sunday. Maybe that's assuming a kid comes to church at age four or four weeks old, right? I mean, the reality is what we get to do here when we have a kid coming into our church for the first time or for multiple times, that's a, a rejoice in my heart because their foundation is being solidified in the kingdom of God so early on. And if that's not building the kingdom of God, I mean, I got goosebumps just thinking about that and what that means. Um, So that's sort of what we're doing here today. At the first service, it was a little bit more just because we had probably half as many kids as we did adults. But 
Um, you'll see around the station some of the activities for kids, okay? I am so hopeful and expectant of what God's going to do this morning um, as we interact with each other. So most of you are probably familiar with Jesus' teaching from Matthew 6 and Luke 11 where he teaches on prayer. Um, And it says there, Jesus says, when you want to pray, pray like this. And if we could all just hold out our hands a second to receive this while I say it. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. So that's where it stops in Matthew. Now there's a liturgical addition to it that says, for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Hallelujah that that is truth. I'm not here to debate that with any of you. (laughs) That is a solid truth that we get to stand on as we go and work through this prayer here. You see, the thing is that's interesting is that Jesus was a teacher, and I get to geek out a little bit in that because I have—I was thinking about this actually when we were singing. I was like, oh my gosh, I tell people I've been a teacher for a decade, and I've been saying that for a number of years, so I've actually been a teacher for longer than a decade, but um, that's a little weird because that means those numbers keep increasing, and I still think I'm not as old as I am. Um, So I love talking about educational theory, pedagogical practices, what it means to be a master teacher, what it means to engage in learning, right? We've all done it. There's not a single person in here who has not learned something at some point in your life. And there have been times where you've had someone who's come into your life and they've connected with you and your learning ability. And you've also had other experiences where it's probably not been the best. But Jesus is a master teacher. He's the perfect teacher. And one of the things teachers know is that when you learn something, you have an obligation to share that. That's why teachers teach. They don't teach. Good teachers don't teach because they want tons of money, big benefits, right? A crown, a fancy car, all those things. They teach because they've learned something and they're excited to share it. And that's what Jesus is doing in this scripture and in this time. So I think it's interesting that when Jesus starts this prayer, when he starts this teaching, he says, pray like this. And he says, what, what's it? Actually, I'm going to ask you this. What does he say? He says, our Father, right? He says, when you pray, pray like this. Our Father. He doesn't say, when you pray like this, pray to my Father, because I'm Jesus, I'm perfect, you're not, so you need to pray. He doesn't say, Some of you pray to your father, some of you sorry. He doesn't say, hey, all the right people pray to the father, right? He doesn't cut a line in between us. What he does when he does that is he unifies us, and he also acknowledges our soul. He acknowledges that my soul is not different from my husband's soul, from my children's soul, from your soul, from my neighbor's soul, from my friend's soul. We all have a soul that connects 
We live in this world today that wants to identify us outside of our souls. We live in this world today that wants to say, no, no, you're a part of this party, not this party. It's you against them, right? Or them against you. And Jesus is saying, no, you come in and pray, our Father. He's identifying your soul. So take a look a second and look to the person behind you, in front of you. We got a circle so you can't run. To the left or to the right. Because these are your brothers and your sisters. Not because you chose them, but because God made them. Their soul's identity identifies with your soul. And as you look at them, yeah, we look different, right? Our identity is bigger and wider than any earthly category. Our age, gender, social group, finances, education, occupation, nationality, culture. However we find this world wanting to divide us, Jesus unites us and says, our Father. So in this, because we, are, we have a Father, and it's our Father, where do you sit? Are you a big brother or a big sister? Are you a little sister? Are you the middle child? Yes. <laughs> right? This is kingdom work. And no slight to middle child. I love my middle sister. She's the great. Um, this is kingdom work. Kingdom is built through families. We identify our souls as believers in Jesus and his death on the cross and the forgiveness of our sins. That identifies us into a kingdom. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, can our space be filled with you? Can our kingdoms be your kingdoms, right? We all like to have our space, whatever it may look like. And what does it look like more if we continue to invite Jesus into it, not creating it and then saying, Jesus, okay, I've created this. How do you fit into it? Saying, Jesus, you come in. God, you fit this. Give us the, today the food we need. Much of my life is filled with planning and organizing. I love it. Okay, I will lay in bed at night, and I don't know if any of you do this, but I'll think, okay, I need to go to this store and this place and this place. So the most direct route to get from here to here without having to backtrack. Does anyone else? Okay, well, just me. No problem. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, Carrington. That's a timer, right? That's great. Thank you. Okay, so as we plan for our days and as we realize that God gives us everything we need, we don't need to dictate and plan so much because we can say, give us our food. Give us today our daily bread. And that's what we believe is going to happen at each one of these stations a little bit more as you walk around. So there's one station over here where the tithing basket is back there. We have um, some cards, too, because what is the kingdom of God like? Diverse, Diverse. amen. What else? Generous. Generous. What else? Unified. Unified. 
loving, it's fulfilling. What else? Beautiful, amen. Encouraging. So over there, what we want you to do is encourage someone who you might not usually encourage, right? Write them a note. It can be someone who you usually encourage to, no discrepancy. But there's a space for you to write a note. In the back here, there's a place for you to draw what you look like, what your identity is, who you are, what your soul identifies as. And that's a child of God, right? From four weeks old to 200 years old and everything in between that, there's no discrepancy in the age of our souls, right? Back here, we have a station, and you'll see from first service, they've added words. What do we call God? Who is God? You can write that on a sticky note. And then there's prompts at each station to pray, too. Back here, you can make a crown as a, as a child, as part of a kingdom, right? And there's blocks, too, for the kids to build at. Mr. Potato Head, if anybody wants to do that in your identity, too. Um, there's some books to read. There's coloring pages, parents, at all the stations, too, for your kids. But this is a time for us to interact with each other, for us to unify to, with each other, for us to say... We're here to honor our Father, and that's what it's all about. So a couple guidelines real quick, too. Um, if you are here with younger kids, kiddos, I need you to make sure you keep track of your parents, keep them on task, okay? The rule is if you, can't, if you reach out your hand and you can't touch them, you got to say, Mom and Dad, I'm right here. Come back to me, right? Okay, make sure you can. Um, make sure you respect each other, too. And as people are engaging, we'll have music sort of through the time. Uh, when you hear someone praying the Lord's Prayer in a different language, and you really need to make sure you're listening for this, uh, that's your cue to move on to a different station. Does that make sense? I always love when I ask that question and then people are like, no. And I'm like, oh, I don't have a better explanation for you. So thank you all for saying yes audibly. That was great. Okay. Um, also, we're not passing an offering basket around this morning. So if you, do, if you did bring an offering, that's right over there. There's a sign that says tithe and two baskets. Just go ahead and drop it in there. Okay. So let me just pray real quick for our time before we get up in there. Jesus, God, we thank you that you wanted to teach us how to engage with our Father. Lord, that you want us that we have a Father. God, for those of us in here maybe who are feeling a sense of uncomfortability right now, will you bring peace to our hearts? Will you let us know that we're here to engage with you? God, we love you and pray all these things in your holy name. Amen. So go ahead and get up. Um, go to whatever station you want to start at and we will make sure we cue you to go through when it's time to move. Padre nuestro que estás en el cielo, santificado sea tu nombre. Venga a nosotros tu reino. Hágase tu voluntad, así en la tierra como en el cielo. Danos hoy nuestro pan de cada día. Perdona nuestras ofensas, así como también nosotros perdonamos a los que nos ofenden. No nos dejes caer en tentación y líbranos de todo mal. Porque tuyo es el reino, tuyo el poder y la gloria 
por los siglos de los siglos. Amén. Amén. Amen. 하늘에 계신 우리 아버지여 이름이 거룩히 여김을 받으시오며 나라에 임합시오며 뜻이 하늘에서 이룬 것 같이 땅에서도 이루어지이다 오늘날 우리에게 이룡할 양식을 주옵시고 우리가 우리에게 죄진 자를 사하여 준것 같이 우리 죄를 사하여 주옵시고 우리를 시험에 들게 하지 마옵시고 다만 악에서 구원하옵소서 되게 나라와 권세와 영광이 아버지께 영원히 있사옵나이다 아멘 Pai nosso que estás no céu, santificado seja o teu nome. Venha o teu reino, seja feita a tua vontade, assim na terra como no céu. Dá-nos hoje o nosso pão de cada dia. Perdoa as nossas dívidas, assim como perdoamos aos nossos devedores. E não nos deixe cair em tentação, mas livra-nos do mal, porque teu é o reino o poder e a glória para sempre. Amém. I, I was just reflecting a little bit and thinking, praise God for a time to connect, to talk, to interact with each other in a different way. So I want to thank all of you for stepping outside your box a little bit. A lot of it, maybe, for some of you. Um, I especially want to thank those of you in the, the room that are over the age of 18, because the example you just set for people that are coming behind you of what it means and where they are allowed to be and where they are safe to be in a room, without you knowing it, you just affirmed that in them. You just affirmed that their soul is identified in the body of Christ. That's life changing. Amen. Amen. We're going to keep worshiping and we're going to worship by sharing in a meal together. And in 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 the context of of Genesis the where we've been for the last few weeks I want you to think about how the curse of sin really brings isolation and it brings death in Jesus you know with the cross before him the night before he laid his life down with the cross before him he took the bread and he broke it And he said, this is my body, broken for you. He took the cup and he said, this is my blood shed for you. His death and his isolation means there's room at the table for us. 
looking, look at, looking around at each other. There's room at the table with Jesus because he took our death. He took our isolation. He overcame death, sin, and hell. It's victorious. So we are celebrating a victorious king, and we're celebrating just what, just what Bria said. Jesus said, there's room at the table, little ones. There's room at the table for you. You who feel like the rest of society doesn't want you around, and I'm not just talking about kids now. You especially, there's room at the table for you. And, and even in the broken, broken body, you know, when, we break, when, when our body breaks, there's some cuts and bruises that heal. God's made us amazing bodies. But there's some break, broken places that our bodies can't heal. And there's broken places in relationships that only Jesus can heal. And so there is something supernatural as we are physically coming to the table together that is happening that the Lord is healing his body and making one what was broken and separated before with him and with each other. Amen. So if you're able, stand up with me one more time here in honor of our King. So Lord Jesus, we worship you as our King. We worship you as one who, though you were, you were and are God, you lay down your life to the point of death on a cross. And because of that, that you are the name above all names. Uh, and, and with love, we submit our hearts to you. We say we want to follow and obey you. Uh, and we thank you for abundant life in you. Uh, that that you, this bread and this drink is life to us. You are life in Jesus' name. Amen.